When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time! Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up! In the jungle, we unite and up! Trippin' on your black and white, all day when we fight, live and die in these fights! Now who got a move rockin' on? Now who wanna move crossin' on? Now who wanna move bottom? If you got strikes, then you let the city know you rock them, yeah we got them! Welcome to another episode of Bengals and Brews. I am Del Altman, joined by the early brew crew, the Iceman and Greg Luther. What is up, fellas? What up, what up? Hey, it's Monday, and we're still waiting for Foster Moe to get signed, but on plus note, we got Max Sharping back, so that's, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, a lot of people are like, we sucked in that one game, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but the other, other games before that, he was pretty good, but you know, there's a guy on the other side of the line that kind of makes everybody suck. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. When they play him. Yeah. So, Chris anyway. Jones is no slouch, so yeah. we'll give him his credit. Good game, but Sharping overall, when he played... Played decent and had to play multiple spots at different times. So and it's depth. And if he was good enough to be a starter, then he'd go start somewhere. That's why he's guys like that. You want to keep around. And I do believe I said in a certain group chat last night, wouldn't be surprised at all with Ford listed at tackle. See us bring back Max Sharping. Yeah. Regard depth. What happened today? What I said. Well, I want to make a big shout out Jesse Bates. What he posted on Twitter and and Instagram. Big shout-out to Jesse Bates for thanking the Bengals organization. We all knew he wasn't coming back. But I tell you what, though, he had great years here in Cincinnati that I'll never forget. So hats off to Jesse Bates and good luck in Atlanta. Yeah, yep. Exactly. But we did sign Nick Scott officially today. Yeah. So we had this press conference and everything. I Did you guys get the, the, watch any of the press conference at all? I, I went back and watched I, I watched some of it. You know, he was fired up. It was cool how Mike Hilton – he already included him in his text messages. Joe Burrow contacted him. He said you could already tell this is already a close team and all that. I thought that was really cool he said all that. Well, he just sounded like he's going to fit the culture perfectly. And, um, you know, you, Vaughn was such a leader. You're not going to say, oh, this guy's going to come right in and right. take that right away. No. Especially with the, the leaders you already have, even in that secondary with Cheeto and, and Hilton and those guys. So, um, but – I, I mean, hey, the guy that wasn't on my radar doesn't mean he's not good. You know, I just didn't know a lot about him. Um, I don't like his coverage grade that he has on PFF, but I don't think that's the way we're going to mainly play him, and we'll be able to hide and cover that up a little, move him down to the box more where he's a hell of a tackler. He's good at a lot of other a things. Hard hitter, too. Yep. Well, the we'll, best, uh, the best utilize his strengths, right? Well, like you said off air, the best belt. The best signing we had, defensive signing we had, was re-signing Ludini. We got him back. <laughs> he'll make he'll make uh, Nick Scott better. Will he replace Von Bell? I don't know. I mean, going into the season, replacing your two starting safeties, it's a big ask. 
But that's the reason they dra drafted Dax Hill. They got uh, Nick Scott. So we'll see. I mean, I, I will give up Jesse Bates and, and, and Von Bell if I could have Orlando effing Brown. <laughs> it cost me those two, which, I mean, it did, didn't, however you want to look at it. I'd really have the, that that number one left tackle right now and keep Joe upright. That's more important than, you know, our safeties, I think. Now, well, you guys know I'm not really like a negative person, this, that, and the other. But, I mean, if I, did, if I say something to you guys, I feel like it's something I should be willing to say when I go on a show and not be like two totally different people. So I was reading that Daner article about getting Orlando Brown. And it just rubbed me the wrong way that we still have some problems, I feel like, when it comes to certain things that we're stubborn on. Like making the phone call? <laughs> like making phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, they had to contact the Bengals for the Bengals to even consider that. And you're like, oh, God, you know, that's not ideal. You know, that these well, guys got to come. a lot of these free agents and their agent. I mean, the agent's job, I guess, is to fill out for them and spot some. Right. At the same point in time, a lot of times they're waiting to hear from teams that shows they're interested in them. Otherwise, it's like, well, they're not interested in me. Yeah, I think the Bengals did not obviously did not think they had a shot in hell of getting him. But to their credit, once they found out they could, they went after him. So correct. Yeah, that, that, you gotta give them credit for that. I yeah. do, and that's what I mean. Like, I'm not like it's not a total knock, but it's like, and the Redispitch guy sounds like he heads up free agency based on that article along with Duke. You know. But it sounds like he's kind of the main point guy, and he's a big guy, and they're scouting. I'm like, come on, man. Let's just, I know that it's nice that they let the coaches involved, and they seem to have a good system going. But I would still like to see them hire another guy or two. At least one to know. make phone calls, right? Yeah, just a phone call guy. <laughs> phone to call all the guy. agents and like, hey, you've got hey, this, I'll, this, I'll, and this I'll client. Hire me. I'll do that. I'll be the phone call guy. Oh, Is there any interest from this, this, and this client? You know? <laughs> right. Just <laughs> I don't know. Like, reach it out to you. That's it, you know. <laughs> exactly. Like, and I'm not trying to rail on him. I'm just no, saying. No, I even like I shared the part with you guys because I'm like, I am not misreading that, right? I'm like, that sounds like what happened. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. It's it's you would like them to be just at least like I said, at least make a phone call, at least let them tell you yes or no, you know, because yeah. <laughs> it is a position that you were really interested in getting done. And so yeah, it would be nice if that was uh, if they were a little more aggressive as, uh, as far as that goes. Because I, I, I even think that. like Javon Hargrave was another guy that we were like, ah, it's probably out of reach, probably too expensive. Right. But you know, what if you made that phone call and he didn't sign right away for what he signed for? You mm -hmm. know. Or you've been making phone calls in and Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who maybe you thought was out of reach, right? And then if you had made that phone call earlier, maybe now you're the team that you know. You well, that, that's that's why they have us because we're tw constantly tweeting everybody out <laughs> for the Bengals, like hey, and, and they got we got uh, Bengals graphic, always putting them in different colors and stuff. So you know that's or in the Bengals Bengals uniform. So us fans are helping them out that way. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to go through some of the signings and get you guys' thoughts from over the weekend because. You know, I thought we did a pretty good job last week mm -hmm. of keeping it up to date daily yeah. on who's been signed. Yep. You know, kind of what's still left mm -hmm. out there. So I want to do that again today. Um, I'll start with Adam Thielen. That was announced last night. He's 32. Mm -hmm. Goes to the pan. Three years, 32. Yeah. I didn't think he'd been in the league that long. I, I don't know why. Three years, 25 million. Seems like a steep price. And I'm not saying, oh, that's a great. But they they've kind of they're building something there with veterans to put around this young quarterback and 
I thought overall they've had a good offseason. This move doesn't really move the needle one way or the other for me, but I do like because they, they are lacking weapons of all kinds. So uh, what just what's your guys' thoughts uh, with them bringing Thielen in? I'll start with you, Greg. You know, Thielen, like you said, Dale, they're signing all these veterans. You know, they're signing her. Hurst, they signed Bell, they signed the grilled cheese sandwich, Andy Dalton. Dalton will be a mentor for whoever comes in. That's a perfect guy, perfect mentor to have. And then, like, Billy like, puts the voodoo on him and the voodoo. Yeah. Well, then they have Ab Thielen. And who's the other receiver talking? Is it Chalk? Chalk is his last name. Yeah. Uh, DJ Chalk. Yeah. You know, like I said, that's great. You know, get a bunch of veterans around there. You don't really see that happen too often, but it'll be interesting to see. I think that Panthers team, what they're thinking is, look, this is a weak division we're in right now. Let's just go for it and see what happens. No, I agree with you. I'm just surprised they got that many veteran receivers to go there since they don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Right. You know, and and, and I've said this before, T.J. Husmanzada left. The Bengals went out to Seattle where they had no, no quarterback, and he pretty much ended his career. I think he ended up finishing his career in, in Baltimore. So I'm just surprised – that guys are so willing to go there, which they have Andy Dalton, you know, you have the grilled cheese sandwich, you know, you know what you have there, but you might have. Well, they brought uh, in Frank Stroud. Reich as coach too. Who's Yeah. But still, you know, you really don't know who your quarterback is. It's most likely not going to be Andy Dalton. It's going to be Stroud or it's going to be, it's going to be Bryce Young, one of the two. So that's where I'm just kind of, I mean, which I think both of them are, are really good quarterbacks. And just, I'm just, I'm just surprised that many of them have went there just without, without, without a solid quarterback. Oh, now uh, another one is in division. Uh, Isaac Silmalu, which uh, is the one that Malik had been alluding to, that would have signed with the Bengals if they would have, or would have been interested in signing. He's the guard, with the he's the guard right? Guard yeah. out of the Philly, three yeah. years, twenty-four million. Yeah. Uh, it's a good signing, I think, for the Steelers. They're they're trying to do work on their line in the last couple of seasons. Well, They've done a good job at improving it. Um, he's twenty-nine years old. <laughs> he's twenty-nine years old. I, I mean, eight million per is not bad. He was a pretty highly rated free agent, but uh, what do you guys think about that signing? Well, we found out from Malik that was the lineman that wanted to come here mm-hmm. if the Bengals made an offer. So, Correct. would you have taken him? I mean, like he, he was rated really well, but you know, obviously, it took him a while to sign place else. I mean, do you? I, there's no way the Bengals would have given him that contract. But I tell you what, though, I mean, nothing against Cordell Volson. If you knew you could upgrade and want to spend some. I would have not been against that at all one bit. But I think he played right guard because I think their left uh, guard was, uh, oh, the guy from Bama that was a center, but they had Kelsey, so they moved him over to left guard. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Dickerson or something. Okay. Well, So I think he played right guard. Now, I'm not saying he can't play left guard, but, you know, if it's like, well, we're not really sure, and to bring him in and, you know, you're not going to obviously move Kappa, so it just wasn't really a fit. Now, right. he, now Dalton Reisner is still out there. If they if they really wanted to try to replace the left guard, that that would be the guy I would go to upgrade. Volson would be him. So, what do you think? What do you think is more ideal of them doing that or or spending money on a tight end? I mean, I don't know. I mean, right yeah. now you need a tight end. You obviously yeah. you don't have to replace Folston, right? I mean, he's a rookie, he's on a to. rookie contract, and he started all year. He got the high, the second highest uh, performance based mm-hmm. bump on that thing that come out over the weekend. So good right. for him. It's almost like an extra million dollars. Which when they're on these rookie contracts, that's a big freaking deal. So yeah. it's a million bucks. Hell yeah, it's a big freaking deal. So like, give me a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'll What's take it, Jeff? It's bump. different when we're talking about these guys compared to. I want a I want a million dollar podcast uh, bump for doing seventy two shows in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Over zero million, exactly. <laughs> so uh, Gardner Johnson's another one, uh, twenty five years old, one year eight million. This one upset a lot of Bengals Twitter. So Jeff. I'll start with you this time and then down to Greg. Well, I, I was hoping we'd get him. But once we signed Nick Scott, I knew that was ship of a sale. But, I mean, it's one-year deal, prove it deal. I, I, they could have done that. But the thing is, though, if you do it one year, then you're back in the same position again of not knowing your safety. With us signing Nick Scott, we got him for three years. We got uh, – um, oh, geez. Um, Dak's on a rookie contract. Dak's on a rookie contract still. So, our safeties, long as Scott can fit in, plug and play, we're set there. So – I, I kind of understand that part of it more. I, yeah, I would have liked to have done it, but I'm okay with it. I, I, like I said, I mean, I just keep looking at it this way. Is is it, it, that money taken away? If we signed him, we would not be able to sign Orlando. Well, we still got we still got to sign Joe. We still got to sign T, you know. So, yeah, that's where I'm kind of – I mean, I would have liked to have him, but, you know, it is what it is. Greg, what you got? You know, and like I said, I wanted him too and all that, but beside from him, do you still think we need to add another safety to this room? I mean, I I, drafted one. this draft class with safeties, I'm sorry. It's just, to me, it's weak and all that. If you know you can get another safety, say, for example, say if Rap, who's still out there and he looks for other offers, do you think we still have room for Rap to come in here, do you think? I don't see how because Nick's going to start. Unless you're starting him over. That's and that's not ideal. Well, yeah, that's I what I mean. That's what's tough. Like it would really, yeah. it's really tough to bring in another veteran. I would expect to start, right. but could we use another depth piece? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because right. your your room right now behind the the two starters is Tyson Anderson, who was injured all last year. I know we're gonna go forty. We got still high hopes for him. Right. Brandon Wilson, who it's more of a special teams guy. Than yeah, and he's been injured. And mm-hmm. didn't do anything really last year, and then and then Michael Thomas, who once again special teams guy. Mm-hmm. So guy, if yeah. one of those top two guys went down, how comfortable would you really be feeling? So, mm-hmm. um, and maybe that's something you go you wait till after the draft. You see if see, anybody's still well, going after got, the draft. If you didn't get anybody, yeah, you got June first cuts too. So I mean, there's still guys yeah. that are going to get cut uh, before June first, so they could uh, fill it that way too. But yeah, rap I, I think is a stretch uh, now that we signed uh, Nick here. So I don't. I, I, I would have that. I said that on the show. I really have him, but we got Nick Scott. I'm yeah, gonna, we're just getting warmed up for that. Will sex talk still to come? Exactly. <laughs> because remember, we all didn't know us or anything. None of us knew. But when you learn a lot about him, like Blake Jewell, all these guys on Twitter, when you really learn about him, he's a dynamite player. And everybody's like, "Man, this guy's a great fit." And the thing that sold me was, in general, when Lou said, "This is a guy I've wanted." This whole offseason went right there. I'm sold in. And you know what? I was texting a friend of mine. Before uh, Bell came here, like Scott, he was horrible as a defensive back. So that's something else. You know, Lou, he gets the best out of everybody. Yeah. Um, some other signings. One I seen I seen this morning. I think it happened last night at some point. Sean Bunning. He only 25 to the Titans on a one-year $5 million deal. That would have been that was a guy I was interested in when we went down through our list of free agents because he's 25 freaking years old. He's played a little corner and a little safety, right. so he'd give you a little versatility. And only five million is not bad. But uh, I'm just wondering, do you guys, along with that, even thoughts on him? Not no thoughts on him, but do you think then Eli Apple more back in the picture, or do you think it's one of those things with Eli at this point where it's like 
let's see what happens on the draft because well we didn't sign eli until after the draft last year no I, no it was before yeah really it was I early was... it was the first week of free agency because i did a, I eli went back was? And looked. yeah we had this conversation once too i thought it was after all right well i, mean, I, I believe you. you you remember stuff better than i do all right at this point i think they're probably waiting until after the draft because i don't think eli's market is out there i don't think people want to put up with him <laughs> that's what i think so I, i'll they might be trying to look for somebody and like i said see what the, the the cuts are and what happens after the draft but i can totally see eli coming back i mean i'll, I'll just put that out there if i right. said this for the last two years if eli is your fifth cornerback i'm fine with it <laughs> But he hasn't been last two years because we've had people get hurt. But he stepped up and played good, like him or not. You know, Twitter, Twitter, whatever he says on Twitter, whatever he doesn't say on Twitter, you know, he's been decent for us. So I'm okay with bringing Eli back, but I still would like to bring somebody else in. I, I We got to get, get some more depth in that room. What do you got, Greg? Yeah, you know, like you said, got to get more depth and all that. And, you know, corner, I mean, some. I know people are a lot of talking about corner at the first pick of 28. I know there's that kid out of Maryland Banks that I like, but I'll be honest with you guys. I know James has been saying this. I really don't want to take a corner in the first round. But you know what? If that's the best player on the board, then go with the board. I just think – I just don't want to mess with – I'd rather – I just think we have way other needs at corner. Don't get me wrong. You need to add to the room. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong you, about that. You know, the Bengals are not scared to take a, a cornerback, number one. They've done it multiple they, times. I know they have. They're not scared yeah. to do it at all. Yeah. So, you know, that's – I could see that happening, and, and it would make sense if it did happen. I want Dewan, Dewan, Dewan Jones, dude. If we can, Dale, I'm, I I still have Michael Mayer number one, but Dewan Jones is a close second right now, and he's totally creeping. Up. I would love. I'm I'm really on the Dewan Jones train right now, man. Well, I keep telling you guys, just be prepared for him to go to the Steelers. Steelers so. yeah. That's what I'm saying to myself. We're trying to <laughs> speak it into existence, reverse wise. <laughs> What I'm Ohio trying State? to just, yeah, I'm trying to say he's going to the Stillers that way, you know. Yeah. Well, he, the Ohio State Pro Day is Wednesday, so we'll see who shows up. But, yeah, no, he does fit the Steelers. I'm not going to lie to you, but, yeah. Yeah, so I, I if they sign Eli today, tomorrow, whenever, I'm fine with that, you know. Yeah. As long I'm, as it's a solid little deal like the rest of these guys they've been bringing back. Um, but I, I don't I, – I don't know. I, I kind of want to wait – Till the draft this time and just see if he's still there after because you go into the draft. I mean, I like this draft even in the second, third round for corners. Yeah. And you have, you hope Cheeto's back healthy. That's a big part of it, right? Well, that's, that's, that's a good point right there. That's the other thing why I think we need to get another corner because you don't know yeah, how Cheeto, sure. I mean, yeah. hopefully he's fine and, you know, but ACL is an ACL, man. You don't know how that needs to react when he starts cutting and, you know, trying to do football moves. So that's another reason. I'd like to get an RDB somewhere. Either but Taylor or... Britt, Hilton, they brought back Jalen Davis on a two-year deal who's pretty much the backup to Hilton in the slot. Right. So, I mean, and then Alan like George. Tri- Alan George was elevated to the active roster toward the end of the year. So how many corner spots is there really? Like, I feel like if you brought Eli back, I mean, that's not going to keep you from drafting somebody. But if you draft somebody, maybe you're like, I'm comfortable with where we're at. Right. And you don't bring Eli back. Well, you maybe two guys, you find two guys. You just, I, I don't know. I would wait on him this year. Yeah. Well, Eli, you know, last year he thought he was going to have a market and he didn't. I mean, because I guess nobody wants to, I my, my I guess I'm assuming nobody wants to deal with him or anything, but I, I've never had any problem with you. I know he does this, this, and this, but bottom line is he fits in the Rumo system perfectly. He did a hell of a job as the number one corner. I know people come at him. He was probably the most underrated players on the team last year, Eli was, and 
I would be more than happy to have Eli back. Yeah, if he comes back, I'm fine with it. But I'm also fine to be like, let's see what we get in the draft and and if he's still available. Because if he doesn't have a market, he doesn't have a market, right? Right. right. And he's still going to be there. Now, one thing I'm curious about, you know how Nick uh, Nick Johnson said, or Nick uh, Scott said he uh, got added to the DB um, uh, uh, chat. chat or whatever. So did did they just drop? Bell and Bates, because you can't just drop these guys on these chats. You did you had this basically. I'm gonna really one. need you to leave. <laughs> right, exactly. We just create a whole new one without those people. Right, that's, 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 that's all like, like all right, Bates, Bell, you all got you all got to get out. But I, can can you even leave the group chats? I mean, I, like Jeff with the hard hitting questions. See, this is, <laughs> we need you on the beat, Jeff, just for this, so you can be asking. Right. Either, how do you get on the group chat? Who? How do you? How do you tell Bates and Bell? Like day one, Mike Hilton. Out? Mike Hilton. Okay, I know you guys got Nick Scott added to the group chat. Did you kick Von Bell and, and Jesse Bates out? Did you, you say you got to go, boys? Let's start a whole new one. <laughs> hey, Mike, if you're ever if you're watching the show, you everyone come on my podcast. Like you told me, you would. That's a hard hitting question I'll ask you. <laughs> A couple more signings, not a whole lot, honestly. And this is the whole weekend. It was kind of slow, I thought, again, as well. Um, Illuminor officially signed his contract, but we don't know what it is. I just have question marks. I don't know if it's even one year. Like, I've seen no details. I think he's still on his honeymoon because he talked about being somewhere signing the deal. Well, he's getting married. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that dream's gone of adding him as some right tackle, you know, potential starter, especially with all this going on with Orlando at left. And just tell Jonah to shut the hell up, suck it up, maybe. Buttercup, and go play yeah. right tackle. Cam Fleming is still out there, though, as one name. It's a guy Parker Blake really likes. He's 30 years old, had a good season last year. So I'm just saying, if they were to bring in another, but I don't even think it's going to happen because they literally signed Cody Ford and told him. That he's yeah. moving to right tackle, so and he can compete for it. Yeah, yeah. What? So I doubt they'd bring another free agent in, but right. Dale, there is one free agent. I brought this up rally around the natty. We did a show Friday night with Santori. Wait, you have a show with Santori? What's that? You have a show with Santori? Yeah, some show called Rally. I forget oh, okay. what. It Never heard of it. But anyway, go to rallies. You're bringing us rallies. rallies for the next show. Yes, I yeah. love the prize. I love rallies, <laughs> right? But no. Matt Filer, remember the Steelers released him. The Bengals tried to sign him, but he went to the Chargers instead. He can play left guard, and he can he played right right tackle. He was left guard the last couple of years with the Chargers, but he's also played right tackle for the Steelers. Very versatile guy, and he's still graded out pretty decently well. And Santori said he after Santori said looking over him, he said that'd be a great sign. So that's he's thirty one years old, so you can get him you know one or two years. That's a guy to keep an eye on, also in my opinion. Yeah, and and maybe more so have we not brought back Sharping. Yeah. Yes, I think with Brian Sharpen back, I, I, he's your backup guard. Yeah, right. Was, I mean, unless I, we make a move with Jonah, I feel like we're going probably to the draft before another move on the line. Now, nah, yeah, that's about to say. That's saying if we if we don't if we don't move anything with Jonah, yeah, if we're we're going what we got until the draft. I think. Well, the thing was, so the thing was, I was talking to Santori about this. I was telling Santori how I was panicking because, like, I don't know what we're gonna do. Santori's like, Greg, we're fine. We have a right tackle. We're not going to trade Jonah just to satisfy Jonah. We're going to like, well, I'm like, and I even asked Santori, I'm like, Santori, what if he sits out? Greg, he's not going to sit out over the People brought up to him. He's not going to sit out. He's going to make, he's going to cost himself money. He literally has no leverage. He has no, none. He's not going to sit out. No, he's not going to sit out because one, he's, he's going to lose all his money. Two, that screws him for next year to try to get a job somewhere. If you sat out, are you going with this team? 
He has no leverage. It's either the Bengals go and and they get what they want, which I think I, I think it's second. I want a second round, at least the worst case third round, or he plays. Yeah, no, That's no. I, you know, like I say, the thing of it is, you got to look at his side. He got emotional. Even Frank Paul, nobody knew this the day before this happened. I think he got emotional. He's upset. Maybe Joe Burrow, somebody needs to call him, just say, look, man, we want you here. I understand. I mean, I understand. If I was in his shoes, yeah, I would be upset and all that. But at the same time, you know, I think maybe stuff kicks in. We'll just see what happens when things die down a little bit. Don't you hate when you like see something, but then you accidentally refresh again? On, or is that only me that that happens to on oh, Twitter? Happens to me too. Why would you see? Okay, well, I barely seen something, and now I don't know where it went. Okay, there it is. So Cowboys free agent tight end gambled on himself and it hasn't worked out. Schultz had a three-year, thirty-six million dollar offer at one point to tight end for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and he declined it. Dumbass. And now he's a weekend of free agency. <laughs> wow. I don't see anybody giving him 12 per, especially for three years. That's damn good. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's – it doesn't say if that was the Cowboys or whoever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, yeah. And uh, I think that's what happened with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, too, is he might have had a decent offer here or there, but his agent was trying to get more and more. And then they were also waiting on the Eagles to figure out what they were doing with the whole secondary. And – that's why he's taking the one-year prude deal. <laughs> so Schultz could start to come down. And that's a guy, if he settled for eight, if mm-hmm. he settled for eight for one year, I would, I'd be like, all right, because that's not going to tie up your long-term cap and your long-term well, moves for for Higgins and Chase and Burrow. And, well, and, you bring in a guy, and then you bring in a guy like him who's going to mm-hmm. be a stud from day one. And then you also draft one of these guys in the draft. Well, that's that's the thing. It's like if you sign him or Foster Murray to a one-year contract, Go draft your tight end, and then you 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 let them ball out. The next year you let them go, and then whoever you drafted, that's your tight end for the next couple of years on a rookie contract. That's Look at perfect Gisecki. right there. Gusecki got $4 million for one year. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Now, uh, I'm not saying we're even in on Schultz. I, I don't want to say that. I'm just saying I'm reading what was reported there by Jordan Schultz or Dove Kleiman, one of them guys. Yeah, we have no idea if we're in on Schultz. We hope we are. But it was, you know, he turned down a three or 36. So I'm just speculating where he's still out here a week later that maybe, you know, it comes down like with Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He signs a one year prove it for a lot less than that 12 per year. So that's just something to keep an eye on. But I'm still hoping, I'm still hoping any minute we got Foster Moreau news. And oh speaking of that, the Raiders signed OJ Howard to a one year deal today. Now, I know we were high on him last year, and he came in for a visit and things yeah. like that. And then he that, got yeah. bounced around another couple teams, and it's like, okay, at some point, the guy's just not the guy, right? He's, I don't think he's the guy. He's not yeah. the guy. So, I mean, whatever. Maybe he'll turn around because you always root for guys to turn it around have and make themselves some money and, and have a solid career. But, you know, he's going to the Raiders for one year. They signed Jaquan Johnson to safety as well. Then the other signing I had that I wanted to mention was Greedy Williams, who was another guy I was kind of interested in because he was at the shit factory of the Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. So he hadn't done anything, but the Eagles picked him up on a one-year contract. He's still only like 25 years old as well. So, I mean, he's a guy I always thought could move to safety even. So I was curious about that name and interested in that name. A guy from LSU. So Karen will be able to tell us about him, but, uh, so, Greedy Williams, I thought that's a good little low-key signing for the Eagles there, especially they may use them as safety some. What do you guys think? You go Sorry, first. I was I was reading the 
text from somebody. Sorry. Well, I didn't even hear what you said. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, it's business, man. It was a business business tweet. I'm sorry. I just said Greedy Williams, which Will, Will said he hasn't stayed healthy. But I said also it's just he's in Cleveland, the shit factory of Cleveland. Yeah, we talked about last week. You got a lot of brown on him, and he, and he, and he sucked. So. Well, that was John Johnson. This oh. is Greedy Williams, who's uh, been more of a cornerback from LSU. It came out from LSU. He's well, only like if he's from LSU, according to Kieran, you know. Yeah, but he, signed, he yeah. signed with the Eagles for a one-year deal. I'm just yeah. saying, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a good, like a decent season yeah. or a bounce back, you know, being out of Cleveland. Yeah. What do you got, Greg? Yeah, you know, like I say, you go to Cleveland, man, your career's going to go downhill pretty much. I hate to say that, but it's been proven to be the truth pretty much. I don't know, man. Yeah. It happens, you know, like, like I say, Philadelphia's been having a good thing of corners going on. I think you surround him with a good defensive backfield and all that. I think he could produce very well. So that's kind of the signings from the weekend. Just getting caught up on that. And a couple of those from today. Um, Bengals signing-wise and numbers-wise. Travion Williams, I don't think we had that last week. It ended up being, and this is close to, uh, it's probably not exact, but it's by like a 100,000 here or there, or five, you know, 50,000. But Travion Williams, one year, around 1.25 million was his contract. I think that's very reasonable for a guy who could potentially be your number two. If not, you've got him as a kick returner, third guy, special teams, ace, guy you're comfortable with filling in and playing running back if he needs to. I was very happy to get Travion back, and, and I was surprised, obviously, P, P. Ryan left. But uh, if Travion's your, your backup, I'm fine with it because I think it's it, it would be good to see him get an opportunity and take advantage of it. And I think that's what he's been looking for. And I think this could be, I mean, the year. Now, we still have Mixon. We haven't cut him or anything yet. So, there's still a chance that that could be your – I mean, it could be. That could be your number one, number two running back right there. And if it is, I think we got to dra- draft one, get somebody else in there for a third option. But, that, to me, honestly, if you get Mixon back down at, you know, to a reasonable cost and Travion's your backup – Going into the season, it's I don't really think it's a whole lot different than what we had with uh Samarje and uh and Mixon. Yeah, Travion, you know, every time he came in last year, what did he do? He produced and he's a good blocker, you know, great. He's a he's a very good, you know, very good guy too, and all that. I mean, Travion, he just never had a shot, in my opinion, man. He I think once he gets more carries now, obviously we could still all agree we're gonna draft a running back. That's that's probably a fact right there. But I, I'm really interested to see what Travion can do. If he gets a bigger role, yeah. Now uh, some other numbers: Mike Thomas, one year, one point two million uh, safety. That more special teams leader, just leader in general. Um, nothing crazy. I mean, that's got to be close to vet minimum, honestly. Wouldn't you think, Greg? Yeah, that's got to be so, minimum. Especially if our guy's been in the league as long as him. Right, my, my, Mike Thomas, the uh, special teams captain, correct? Yes. Now, yep. I have seen nothing on Cody Ford. I know it's a one-year deal. I've seen no numbers on that. If anybody else has, or Greg, or Jeff, or anybody in the no, chat. No. And then Trent Taylor, I've seen nothing on his, but I'm guessing his is another one of those 1.2. Yeah, I didn't hear any, anything on Trent as other they signed him. So, Yeah, Cody Ford was the other one I mentioned. Like, I still – I'm curious to see if they gave Cody Ford, like, two, two and a half or anything a right. little more, you know, thinking, because that would say a lot really to me. 
or is it closer to the 1.2? Yeah, it would. It would. 1.5. It would say how much they believe in him as a as a right tackle. Yeah. They would get more money to to come here. To do they actually believe he could be? He can compete to be the right tackle. Because yeah. Max Sharping, they picked up his contract off waivers for about two and a half five million, mm-hmm. which told you they liked him, which was another reason that I'm not surprised that they brought him back. Right. Also, didn't see his numbers. I'm curious to see if his is also. Did they say mm-hmm. okay, we'll give you the 2.5 again, or did they say? Now we're going to knock it down because we're just going to put on your tape from that last game. And make it <laughs> just think you what know, you did. You know, Cody Ford and all that. Yeah, like I say, a lot of people were still not happy we signed him and all that and stuff, you know. But like I said, he mainly played guard, so we'll see what happens to tackle. But, I mean, I think that's when we all got a little suspicious when they said Cody Ford will be competing. And I'm like, what about Jonah? And I said either two things here. Either Collins gets cut or Jonah's going to be asking for a trade. And, Surely enough, that's what happened. For sure. All right, boys, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give my dog some water, and uh, I'm not gonna pee on my dog. So no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go pee. I just you, you got you're that sounded your dog. way worse. Yeah, no, yeah, that sounded yes, way go, worse. Go piss on your dog. That's cool. And then, like, I'm gonna check on my dog, and it's like, oh, I'll go water my dog. But then it's like, well, you know, I'm, <laughs> it has to be like Please go, please go water your dog. You need. All to. right. But may, maybe I'll fire up as I come back here. I'll, I'll work on pulling up a mock draft Monday, a little mock draft if you guys yeah. want to. Sounds good. Let's do it, bro. Go water your dog. We got this. <laughs> water your dog, yeah. Go water his dog. All right. Uh, Wes here says, Sport Track has the Bengals sitting at $18.3 million left in cap space. That's still pretty that's good. I mean, if, if we cut Mixon or even make him take a pay cut, so that's in good shape in my opinion. How much gas space is it for all the draft picks? Do you know? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I'm not. I am not sure. I have okay. no idea on that. Yeah, but, but like I, I say, you know, I still think they need to add another safety or a depth piece and all that and stuff. That's just my personal opinion. I I don't know if there's any room for rap. If he wants to come here, who I, am I? I don't see. I think you've seen rap, but I don't. There's no way rap's coming here now. Now they signed Scott. I don't. I think right. that, that's done. <laughs> Scott that, that's, rap's not going to come here. Unless he's gonna be a starter, and your starter, but I think I can just get the damn tight end, and we're and I'll be fine for the time. Man, get, get, right? get Foster Moreau or get Schultz, one of the, one of those two. Well, one of those two guys. I don't care who it is, just get him signed and all that. That's I mean, all I, I mean, honestly, if we get that that signed, then I think we're good on yeah. Free agency. Now, Foster, I, mean, Moreau, I try to look at it this way: you look at the Saints. He's from New Orleans, and on top of that, Derek Carr was his quarterback. So I see the fit right there. But then when ben, I think Dale tweeted this with Bengals and Bruce, there's like three or four tight ends on that roster. They signed their starter back. So mm-hmm. he's he's definitely not going to get much playing time compared to the Bengals. The only well, one we have. DJ Uzama went to, went to the Jets last year, and they, they signed 25 freaking tight ends last year. So That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, Foster Moreau, I try to be like him. He's like, well, I can play in my hometown, you know, for the Saints. You know, you've got Derek Carr, who I think he can do well there. But at the same time, He's got to think to himself, man, I could go play with Joey B and, and potentially be the starting tight end for a year or two. You look at the last two tight ends, Uzama and Hurst, both got good contracts. He's got to think to himself, hey, this is where I could boost myself up on a one-year deal or something. Great. That's my exact point. I, I've been saying this whole time. And I was kind of – when I because the title for my show, which I don't want to do this on here because I'll, I'll run out of talk about mine, but is, you know, how where would you rank – we talk about a little bit. Where would you rank the Bengals offseason and – and some people come at me, oh, God, the C. I'm like, you lost P. Ryan, you lost Bell, you lost, you lost Bates, you lost Hirsch, you lost all these guys. You replaced it with left tackle. I said, left tackle, um, a safety, 
<laughs> like, uh, yeah, we, we're about to sign, sign a tight end. I mean, we covered everything. Plus, we got yeah. a left tackle who's even better than the best left tackle we've had since Andrew Whitworth. I mean, I, I, I don't think people understand how big of a signing that was. No, Ice, protect the merchandise. Protect yeah. Joe Burrow. I'm sorry. Look, I'm not going to count Bates because we all knew Bates was gone. Well, and let's see. You already knew Bates is gone. Bell, Bell and Hurst, you know, that was surprising. I, I thought we might be able to keep both of them. But well, the P. Ryan, is, we found out. We found out P. Ryan, he wanted to stay. We made a competitive offer. He just wanted to go to Denver. He wanted Burrow. to go to Denver. <laughs> but, but I don't I mean, know why. If it means signing Leonard Brown versus losing Hurst, Bell, and Bates, uh, Hurst, Bell, and P. Ryan, so big. Well, let's just say, yeah, we lose Hurst, Bell, Bates, and P. Ryan. We signed Orlando Brown, Nick Scott, and just just say we signed uh, uh, Foster Monroe. I am. That's okay. an A. That's an A. Mike. I uh, I put the link out here in case anybody wants to join for our mock draft Monday and be a, another voice or two on our mock draft, so you can get yelled out by Greg. Like that. <laughs> I want Michael Mayer. Yeah, yeah, but I'll say this. I'll say this, Dale. I'm slowly. I wasn't really for drafting offensive line before this, but after getting the Lander Brown, like you said, Dale, complete the offensive line by getting getting or get one of those guys. If you get Dewan Jones, that offensive line set, then then you can trade Jonah. Then I would. I, I just I just want the man meat. Yeah, exactly. But by the way, Strawberry, did you talk to uh, your buddy at a? Uh, Chandler's yet to see if it come out with Orlando Brown burger at all, or <laughs> nope, not yet. I, I, I don't, I don't have that inside scoop yet. I'm, I'm working on it. Dang it, man! But why don't you, why don't you talk to your buddy Jeff Ruby? See if he's gonna come out with a Orlando a, a brown steak. I'm not gonna. I can't afford that. That's gonna be over hundred bucks. <laughs> well, you gotta like that. Call, call Ruby up. You know, he got his number. Maybe a Texas Roadhouse. I'll do it. All right, boys, let's get this. No one jumped in yet, so somebody wants to jump in. We're just kicking it off, starting the mock draft simulator. Mock draft now. Simulator. All right, don't say uh, Wait. Here we go. Uh, uh, no, no, I don't care. Oh, he's there. Well, this is uh, so is Brzee and Cansey. Damn. Really? Oh, jeez. a good problem to have. Cancy's there? Oh, Buffalo dude. took Jameer Gibbs. They took the second running back off the board. Damn. Uh, I, know, up like I know you're very high on Breezy. So. Let's look around. Wide receivers. High, high speed guy. Torrance at uh, interior O-line. Just pretty solid. Linebacker Sanders. More of a pass rusher. Hen and Hooker. First round. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> The tight end, you've got all the tight ends. Damn. I mean, there's there and all of them, so pick your flavor, really. What's that? What about offensive tackle? Who's that? Look at the tackle. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Brzee, Cancy, Mozzie Smith, so all the all the D linemen that I like. Cornerback, wow. uh, cornerback run went. Forbes yeah. is the best on the board, who I got more as a second-round guy. They did visit uh, Forbes, so keep that in mind, but yeah. Darnell Wright and Dewan Jones are Damn. still available too. So you. Oh my God! There's yeah, no way all these guys are going to be there. Trade back! I trade back right now. We didn't get any offers, buddy. Yeah. What? Man, no. I don't know what. To, do you go with Cancy? I don't know. This is a tough one. Like I've gone with Cancy a lot, but Michael Mayer, but Michael Mayer, Dewan Jones. God damn it! 
I'm going to ask. And if we're, are we basing it off of right now, right? Like right. That, that's that's what I'm trying to think. Well, right now, okay, let's just say right now. Right now we've got a peanut butter sandwich, not even jelly on it, and a fucking tight end ring. Yeah. Oh, the, thing man, is, the thing is, if you, if you look, all the tight ends are almost all of them are there. I think Warham's got to be there. Warham's got to be there at 60. Warham's going to be there at 60. We're going to get a good one at 60. I'd almost go with DeWan Jones in this. Can't believe I'm saying this. I can't believe you're saying it either. I mean, but Michael Mayer, do you really think the Bengals are going to pass up Michael Mayer? No, they're not. You know what? No. I have to stick. It's like a movie draft day. You stick with him no matter what. I got to go Michael Mayer. I'm going to stick with why? Why was nobody invited to his birthday party? I don't know, man. You gotta that, find that out, Greg. That, that, would that concern you, Ice? <laughs> if nobody invited that player to his birthday party? Yes, that, that would concern me. I don't man, know, we, dude. I, I feel like we got a lot of Jones in the chat, and I feel like we're yeah. Taking, but I mean, also, then you well, can trade Jonah, and and right, that's that's Jonah what I'm saying. You can trade you can take Jonah. You get say you take Juwan Jones. Then you can trade Jonah to to somebody for a third round pick. And then you can, or, or a second round pick, and you can jump up and maybe go get one of these, you know. What said you could get Washington an early second round pick for Jonah. If, if, if I could, if I could get a mid second round pick, one of those good tight ends will still be there. Yeah, We're I'm rolling going, the dice on tight ends, right? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, and, going, I'm protesting. I'm going to Juan Jones, but you guys, you guys take tight end. That's fine. Well, we'll go to Juan Jones and we'll roll the dice. So you did pick Dewan Jones? Is that you yeah. You? Okay. Oh, 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 my bad. Okay. I got you. Oh, now we can offer picks from next year. We got some fourth and fifth rounders to move back three spots, but I don't even know who all's on the board. So yeah, yeah. just reject all the trades for them. Let's go. I always, I always do that. Uh, Jack Campbell. Look at the tight ends. He's Laporta. making us wait. Just hold on. That's how you get to get Laporta's people participating. Right there at the top. Yeah. I'll take Laporta. Laporta, but man, these get boring. We take Dewan Jones and Laporta every time. Yeah, why now? <laughs> why not? Well, I feel like this is so vanilla. I'm about to run through it and restart, <laughs> and I'm not taking Dewan Jones. <laughs> He's a Curtis. Same thing every time. It's too, it's too boring to do the same <laughs> thing. What's up, Corey? Fine. You want me to move back three spots? You want to give me a fourth rounder? Fine. Go for it. Take it. And a seventh. Yeah. And a sandwich. I'm not moving back. Damn. <laughs> Jesus. So we got my, my little fun running back, a chain there. Yeah. Sydney Brown, Derek's lover. <laughs> Irvin Dexter, I, I, you know what, Dale? I'd read into him, and I like you said, he's got the potential, but his tape doesn't show it. What's up, Corey? Who day, who day, who day? Um, yeah, but it's also third round, and this is if I'm gonna gamble on like, and we we didn't take any interior D line pass rush yet. Yeah, let's. Oh, no, I like Irvin Dexter has the potential, just his tape doesn't show it. So I don't know. Give me the 6'6", 315-pound monster, Dexter, and hope hope that Mary – if anyone can, marry and Hobby, right? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go. Go for it. Sounds good. And he's ranked 69. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. What's your favorite number? 
So now we're looking maybe we haven't taken any corners. Still a running back. Uh, wide receiver could be on there with a returnability. And we actually have a pick now and a pick and three picks. So, Sean Tucker, there's our yeah. running back. Did, didn't he test today and had – isn't that the running back? That think, yeah, wasn't that the one? Yeah. Yeah. So, that's an option. Let's look at interior line. I like Jarrett Patterson. Sorry, Nick Brocker, Braden Daniels. Voorhees got injured. I still like him, but I don't, I don't know. AT's a pick here. Corners Bennett, who's got a lot of speed. Oh, that's right, he does. I, I took him in a couple of mocks. I like Brandon Joseph from Notre Dame. Edge, eh, not loving anything there. Wait, wait, go back to the edge. Go back to the edge. I thought that kid from Army was there. Never mind. No. So I'm thinking, you know, we've got some running backs here: Tucker, Johnson, Chase Brown. I like them all. You want to go Tucker this time? He tested yeah, really well. Yeah, let's go Tucker. Then we got another pick coming right back up. So, what do we take? Oh, okay, Tucker. Wide receiver. See, I like Parker Washington. He went one pick ahead, where we maybe could have taken him and waited. Where's Tank Dell? Is he not there? Is he gone already? Yeah, he's gone. Let's go, let's go Bennett, man. He's got great speed, and they like to draft speed. I like Bennett right here. You, have we taken a cornerback yet? No. Oh. All right. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So now we're just kind of, you know, wide receiver maybe with returnability, but that's not the greatest of lists. This though. right here is an A right here for me so far. I mean, this is awesome. You could do worse than Charlie Jones is with some speed and returnability from Purdue. Yeah. There you go. And then safety, Brandon Joseph's still out there. I mean, I like that. Interior lined up Voorhees. I mean, he sets for a year where he has that injury and comes back. Dude, yeah, that's something to think about. What do you think, Jeff? Where we at? What's the edge? We got, what do we got on edge there? Edge. McGuire, Allie Gay, Baldonado, um, and Cox. We, I mean, are we taking an edge? We haven't taken an edge yet, anyway. Well, you know uh, who Terrence would want. We haven't taken a safety. We haven't taken an uh, edge. We haven't taken a receiver. We have safety. Safety, uh, Brandon Joseph from Notre Dame. Was that Northwestern before this year? Right. Jay Ward. I, I, want, I, I kind of want to take a safety at this at this point well oh, uh, wait is it, is it i like the Voorhees man that that got injured and still he went out there and yeah. still what he put up like 40 reps on the bench with yeah. a four an acl that's a fucking glass eater all right let's go with him screw it you sold me greg what do you think yeah let's let's do with that yeah let's do it for why not you know, you're taking a chance on it could be water into wine. Yeah, I mean, he's setting for a year, but you're getting a guy who I had as a second to third round talent. Exactly. Yeah, the, 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 did we do that with the boy? He, but that was also first round picks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, there's a big difference. There's a big you know? difference, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Keep this in mind. You still have Jonah on the team with this trade, don't you? And all that. So. Yeah, we haven't traded Jonah. Exactly. Yeah, we could trade Jonah now, though, with the one. Right. Oh, you yeah. could easily, yeah, especially with Voorhees for next year. So, yeah, hell yeah, I'd be trading Jonah around this time. We wanted to double down on tight end, Davis Allen, Payne Durham. Who's the one with speed? Is it Mallory or Allen who's got the speed? Um, Mallory. 
What do we need? To, oh, 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 Trey Tucker, Trey Tucker. dude. Trey Tucker, wide receiver, and we don't have one. And, uh, I go Trey Tucker. Trey, Trey Tucker. Trey Tucker. All right. Well, that was quick. We'll we'll, we'll go that route. That I like John. I I really, as an actual receiver, that I think shouldn't be this late is Jonathan Mingo. Good hands, good size, everything. Hey, just, just FYI, like we'll take Tucker, but I'm just saying. Stranger keeps asking Zach Kuntz is there. I think Kuntz is gone already. Isn't he? Yeah, he had to go. Yeah, we haven't seen him. I don't know where he yeah. went, but he's already off the board. Up, oh, Goodell, good to get a extension. They must have finally moved Kuntz up a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um. So we never took an edge, right? No, nope, right. not taking an edge. And a guy I'm really high on, which like PFF has him um, as like a third or fourth round guy. This Yasir Abdullah. Yeah, that's that's who I was exactly who I was looking at. I, yeah, Yasir Abdullah. Take him. He he's very well highly rated. I can't believe he's there in the seventh round. Take him. Well, and we're still going. And that trade gave us more picks. I would be I would be running around in joy. This would be. I mean, we got we still got Warren McClendon, who is one of Parker's favorites. We got Jones at right tackle, but shit. Like double down. no, Parker is like you said. Parker is so high on him. Get McClendon. I want. Mc, well, then again, we have two tackles, though. That's the problem. I mean, why not, right? Dude, you can't have enough, right? Well, I mean, not with this team, in my opinion. Like, yeah, because they always keep getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, could go with a backup quarterback. Get Malik Cunningham, somebody a little more mobile. What right. What about a, a kicker? <laughs> Second running back. I mean, we could always take a punter, but you know they're all there. I say we just bring one in undrafted at that. There's Bryce Bugler in that one. Barringer, yeah, that's that's I like from Michigan State, but I'd take any of these three and be happy about it. So I'll bring one in undrafted. Let's uh, let's just let's just take the guy we think's the best player, Warren McClendon. Let's do it. Let's go down. I mean, that's a haul right there, boys. I would not complain about this. I'd be excited as hell if this happened. I'd be so excited. Even though the, the first two rounds are kind of what everybody's been doing, we mix yeah. it up a little after that. Uh, you want to do another one and not take Juwan Jones this time? No. No, yeah, I, you- it turned out all right after that. Something well, a little different. Well, guys, imagine this. Say if we took DeWan Jones there, and most of the tight ends are there in the second round, and someone calls and says, we'll give you an early – like an early second. Say if it's like the 35th pick of the draft for, for, for Jonah Williams. Well, you know you've got DeWan Jones. Hell, yeah, you make that trade because you can get that tight end now. So let's just recap it here. DeWan Jones, boom, we're adding him, right? Yep. Right tackle. Starter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Starter day one. And we're probably trading out Jonah. Yep. So we'll just say even with the trade we made, we traded down a few spots in the third and added uh, – where was that in the fourth? We traded down somewhere. Yeah. I, I think it was remember. the third. I, I, I think, think it was the third. third. We traded yeah. down a few spots and we added an extra fourth-round pick. So let's just say we got a fourth-rounder for Jonah in this scenario, even, regardless right. of that trade. I would hate it if we only got a fourth rounder for Jonah. <laughs> I know, me too, but I want to at worst at worst I want a third rounder for a fourth out. We would have just gable at that point. But with this trade, 
you could do that. But we got our starting right tackle in Dewan Jones, Sam Laporta. We got a guy that's going to compete. Um, the rankings of PFF, whatever, like superlatives that Mike Renner came out with. He was the best yards after catch tight end. Mm-hmm. So that's always nice, you know. We I would you love to see that. I thought Hurst was sneakily pretty good at that last year as well. Right. So Laporta instantly like. Man, if that's what I'm saying. Everything looks better if we go out and get Foster Moreau tight end as well. Oh Absolutely. yeah, or or Schultz. Well, or, yeah. I mean, if we're really aiming high, let's get Schultz for one yeah. year, and you know. But I mean, I, know, even, I was, I, I was, well, we, we were, we were uh, watering your dog earlier. People were coming after me on Twitter earlier this morning, going, "Well, Foster Moreau left, so I mean, we're definitely not going to sign him now." I'm like, didn't Nick? Uh, but didn't Nick Scott, didn't he leave and we signed him too? Yeah, so, I mean, exactly. I, I don't I don't get that thought process. I mean, it doesn't mean he's we're not gonna doesn't mean Foster Burrow is dead. He hadn't signed with anybody else. So as far as I know, it's he's still out there. We we still could sign him. And then Gervin Dexter, a guy just like you expected to hopefully take the next leap because he's got all the measurables, he's got all, mm-hmm. everything you want in a in a uh three tech pass rushing guy with huge size. But he just he plays like he doesn't care that much, and that's a huge knock. But he went from a late first round guy, and I have him also as a third rounder. But in the third round, it's enticing to be like, okay, Marion Hobby is a damn good D line coach. Yes, you know, yep. let him work with him and see what he can right. get out of him. I, I I really like that we did that pick. It's just something a little different. Well, what I really like is the is the kid out little Yazir. I'd oh yeah, that's great value. I really man. like him. I like him. I well, like, Sean I like Tucker, who ran, we got at running back. We mm-hmm. had we had a good little choice of running backs there mm-hmm. at that pick. So what would have been happy with any of them? Bennett ran a four three something. So he's the other Maryland corner besides yep. Deontay Banks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big fan of him. Voorhees were basically given a red shirt year, but then he could immediately come in and compete to start at like left guard next year. I really think we should just copy this and send this to Duke Tobin. Go on. You're welcome. Absolutely. You Dale, this might be the most – this was like the most polished mock draft I think I've ever seen here. This is the greatest mock draft I've ever seen, Dale, <laughs> ever. <laughs> it is epic. Yeah. And then that happens all the time, right? You, you get done with these drafts and you're like, man, I'm fucking so good. I'm the oh, best. We, they, they should hire us. But Trey Tucker, Trey Tucker could end up – Honestly, going to side the second or third round, the actual yeah, I'll, I'll be shocked. Will we get him in the, in the fourth? No, and, and guys, I think Laporte sixth, sixth. Oh, yeah, he's. I think going Laporte is going to be a middle second round pick. I don't think he's going to be there near the end of the second round. I just don't think that. It depends, Greg. Like in this mock, all the top four were all well, available. Still there, twenty eight. Yeah, so right. That's that. Well, that's the thing with this draft. If they hit on like to me, all the all the quarterbacks go. Which including the the ones past the top four that helps the Bengals, you know. And so I mean, and the corners, there's about six corners that could go before mm-hmm. our pick, right? And if you know, even if five of those go, that's a lot of players. The mm-hmm. ends right. four or five of those going to come off, you know. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Abdullah, like Jeff said, is listed as a linebacker, but he is, He's and he may play a little linebacker, but he is a pass rusher, right? Right. He is a freak. So like. I really like him, and then we McClendon we didn't even need, but it's like, hey, at that point, dude, best seventh player. round, 
Right, We've got backup for Dewan Honestly, Jones. Right now, this, this is the best this show has ever looked right now. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> just you and a mock draft. Just huh? me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, it's looking good. Oh, Greg's back. <laughs> but no, Dale, seriously, of all the mock drafts, that was the best. But Dale, like Dale, man, I was reading Pro Football Focus. I mean, when they compared DeJuan Jones to Lander Brown, you get two big guys in there, man. Because I think I read somewhere we're, we're, we're trying to shift towards those bigger guys. But that's where I – like Cody Ford is six foot three. I don't even know. The only other tackle I know that's six foot three is Isaiah Wynn, who's still out there. And nobody's signed him yet, man. I just don't see how – he fits now. You know, Orlando Brown's happy because him and Ford were college teammates. He's happy, and when I'm happy to hear that. But at the same time, man, I just want those big guys out there, just just mauling over guys for Joe. Yeah. No, I mean, I thought I thought that was a good mock we did, and yeah, it's fun. It's always fun to see the hypotheticals. And- Absolutely. Well, the thing and, and mock draft. What always cool about mock drafts is because see, like we do these, I usually seem like I could get one of the guys I want. In the first round, but then right. like last year, I didn't even Dax Hill wasn't even on my radar. <laughs> well, you would bomb every time if he yeah. was available. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, I did. You know that my, Mel Kuyper was like he was in my top fifteen. I there was no way I thought he was going to be there at thirty-one for the Bengals last year. That's right. kind of where I'm at with like a guy like Brazil. Like he was just there in that mock draft, but I'll be surprised if he gets out of the top twenty. He's just got too much upside and talent with his size too. Like. That's the difference between him and Kansi is he has the size as well that teams covet. Well, Dale, who was that kid last year in the draft out of Houston? I know the Bengals consider big guy out of Houston. Uh, he can move all over the all over the line. What was his name? Oh, Hall. Hall is that right? Logan uh, Hall. Logan. Yeah, yeah. Did were you high on him last year? Uh, high-ish. I, I mean, everybody went nuts for him toward the end just because it was like, oh, his size and his like. Right, but he was a uh, prop. I think this year is Logan Hall, which is totally different size-wise and everything, but it's Cancy because everyone's so excited about, oh, my gosh, could he be Aaron Donald Light? Do you think- know Atkins? Could he be yeah. that? You know? I just I, I know you showed me this earlier, but I, I found it. D- 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 oh, yeah. So that's on. DJ Fluker, who, Fluker. you know, from Alabama. It's been in the league a while. He was a first-round pick. I remember wanting him back in the day, like, mm-hmm. in his draft class, and the Chargers took him. He's bounced around the league, but he's at a he's at some Alabama's pro day or something, working yeah, out yeah. trying to get a spot yeah, back DJ in the league. Will work out at Alabama's pro day. Well, he's they down, say he's down to three thirty. Three thirty. That's three thirty. That's yes. Show that again to everyone. That's three thirty. Holy <laughs> crap! That's right there. I just get. I mean, can we just hire him as like a? Body double for these right. freaks that we already have. Oh, it is DJ Fluker. I don't know. That's a good question. He's got to be. Yeah. I'll look that up. You guys uh, talk about your favorite Pornhub category. So he's trying to. So he's trying to get back in the league, and he, he's at Alabama's pro day, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's I wouldn't real. be against giving him a tryout. Why not? Right. That's what I'm saying. A tryout wise, like, yeah, I don't. Somebody now, will. Again, he's 32. That. That's what I was thinking. He's oh, 32. Here. No, he's got like you know. Three, I think two or three years left, at least. Six, he's six five, and now he's he's slipped down from three forty to three thirty. He listed three forty on here. Yeah, he's three thirty now. I said, like, holy crap! He was pick eleventh <laughs> overall in two thousand thirteen. I, I mean, he's got a lot of age on him. And did he play last year? That's what I was trying. That's the next thing I was going to look up. 
Probably not. He's I'm suspended. doubting it. 2021 suspended six weeks, September 21 reinstated. He's on the practice squad, signed to the Jags practice squad, released three days later. So this is a guy who hasn't played in two or three seasons. Gotcha. Yeah. So he looks he's good, a, though. He's impressive oh, he as hell. I'll tell you that. He, he bounced okay. the hell out of the club. He bounced out the club. Oh, yeah. He is the club. Being around called the boot squad, he's like, I'm on the boot squad. He's like, you're on the boot. You're the boot squad. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good question, Dart. There's always a protected top tier guy that falls. Who will it be? Man, I don't know because there's so many scenarios where I, I, I think it's be one. Of, I think it's be one of the tight ends, to be honest. Yeah. Well, uh, but they, we already have them kind of falling, so it's like yeah. maybe one of the top tackles, uh, like a surprise. Well, hey, like, let me ask you this: Would Tucker Craft be a reach in the late second when we pick? No. I have I have I actually have him uh rated a spot above Laporta. Like they're very similarly ranked. Oh, Tucker Craft's bigger. Like been liking him a lot lately, Tucker Craft. I know. Yeah, I've had him rated a spot above Laporta this whole time. So obviously, you know, the way we're mocking Laporta and taking Laporta, I'd be just as happy with Kraft. I, I yeah. I don't think you'd go wrong with either of them. Yeah, no, no. But you know, Dalton Kincaid, I was talking with Pete James about this. Poontang Dream Lives. <sighs> Poontang Ford, still but, well. But, but, You're but getting Jersey. Doesn't doesn't no, Derek's Dalton, getting the jersey? That's oh, Derek's getting the jersey. Doesn't Dalton doesn't Dalton TK scare the hell out of you that he's got back issues? Yeah, that does scare me. And he's like 24 already, so he's a little older prospect. So, but I mean, he's got great hands, and that's what I mean. Like, if you got a Foster Moreau who can block really well and do, he can catch the ball too. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, do you go after a? You, your risk, your it's risky to go after Kincaid or Musgrave, who was hurt and only played two games last year. Right. Yeah, you have, you'd have to draft pass catching guys that. To me, you, you have to draft somebody who who can play, <laughs> who who you know because because they're going to be the backup if if you find if you sign Foster Moreau or if you don't sign anybody, you're going to draft somebody who can play. So draft somebody who's injury prone, have injury issues. I wouldn't. Before that, as far as the well, yeah, if they haven't signed anybody, yeah, yeah, then you hope you hope you really hope that mayor's there, yes, because he can do both really right. If they don't sign anybody, then they're drafting one at 28, I think you have to. But like you guys said, you don't want to go into the draft having to do no, which I don't think they're going to. I think we're going to sign somebody. I mean, like I said, remember in the Marvin era, we had we pretty much had to need everywhere every time we were drafting, like at seventeen or twenty. And I always hated. Well, we just tried to fill everything with, through the draft. There, we didn't really yeah. do. We didn't fridge. It really wasn't a thing for us unless no, they were exactly. old and and uh, be, yeah, they're a couple years past their prime. Then we signed them. Yeah, exactly. Now, now the big breaking news to, uh, in a half an hour ago was Roger Goodell expected to finalize a multi-year contract extension with Ooh. the. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Away. Woo. Fuck yeah. you, Roger. Woo. Fucking clown. Fucking yeah. rooting for the Chiefs ass motherfucking bitch. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh what? poor chop, you just you don't care who they get, you want them to get Darnell Washington too. Poor chop. You're in love. Sorry. Poor chop. You have you go get a poster of, of Darnell Washington. Please put it on the ceiling of, of your man cave so you can jerk off to it. Yeah. <laughs> We're always talking about him. 
<laughs> but he's just, I mean, Michael Mayer, all around tight end, so much better. You want the pass catcher, you go and get right. I mean, it's, Musgrave. Like, I mean, the thing is, Darnell Washington, has a, like, he's just so, yes, he's big. Yes, we get it. Right. But we don't know about the rest of the stuff. I mean, yes, we he saw has a good 40 catch. time, but he's not like, there's right. a difference between like play speed and a 40 yard right. dash. Yeah, no, we know. His play speed is not fantastic. We know Michael Mayer can do it. <laughs> yeah, know, Michael right? Mayer's proven. You get the proven guy. But then, like, Don Kincaid, and there's another thing about him is he can't block or anything either, right? He, he can't block. He's not, not been known to block. Blocker. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But Musgrave, remember, because the Bengals didn't interview him. That doesn't mean they're not going to take him, but what doesn't Musgrave have injury issues also, too? Yeah, he only played two games yeah. last year. Yeah, he was, yeah, was, he was hurt all last year. That's why I said you'd have to be, you know, and once again, That's I don't want to take any of those guys in the first. No. Right. Except Mayor. Like, Mayor is the only tight end I'd take in the first. Yeah, exactly. It's not I'm waiting. Well, and the thing is, if they sign one, and the thing is, okay, put it, even if they sign one, I don't want I don't want one of the guys that's injured because I don't are injury prone. I mean, to me, if we sign one, you got to have one that can play. You know, <laughs> that doesn't. I don't well, know. Does it make sense? What you're trying to say? Like somebody said, uh, Gronk. You know, in the chat, I seen somebody said, "Oh yeah, Will said Gronk yeah. had back issues too." Right. Yes, but our luck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like it just they seem to never get over their injury issues if we right. draft them and they already have them. A Blahey, right. John Ross, like there's right. so many. Well, Collins. <laughs> well, that was bringing in as a free agent. Yeah. Gronk was the best tight end. Look, I have no problem saying this. Gronk was the best is the best tight end of all time. I mean, Gronk comes around maybe once every year. No, I'm sorry. I know I'm going against Kelsey. Gronk is well, no, I'm not even saying Kelsey of Gonzalez. <laughs> he was pretty damn good. Oh, Strawberry, stop it. Don't insult me right there. Gronk is number one. It's not even close. Come on. Gonzalez man. should be in the conversation. Yeah, bro. he's a Hall of Famer, dude. No, 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 he's got reasons to buy. We're not having a diehard conversation. Gronk is number one. That's it. I'm not saying what where I would rank them personally, but yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, saying he's in the bad. conversation. Yeah. There you're like no, throwing him out. You're you're throwing him out the club. He's at least in the damn club, all right? There is no conversation though. Gronk is number one. That's all I'm saying. Greg, go back and watch some Tiny Gonzalez highlights today. <laughs> I don't. I'm like I've Tiny seen, Gonzalez is pretty damn good. Watch some Gronk highlights, Dale. I'm sorry, man. I'm standing. I up. never said he was shit. You pretty much said that. <laughs> you're Tiny saying Gonzalez, Gonzalez is, shit. is shit. We're saying he's not. <laughs> like we're no, not I'm saying like, he's I'm better like than Gronk. We're just saying they're they're on the same level. They're just. By the way, Tony Gonzalez is actually in the Hall of Fame. You do know that, right, Greg? Here's okay. another well, two names that are in the conversation. Yeah, Shannon, Shannon Sharp and hey, Antonio Gates. Gates. Yeah. Okay, but Gross has to wait a couple of years. He's been retired for a year, for Pete's sakes, man. Oh, his voice no, is we're trying not, to crack. No, Robert, uh, stop. With the voice crack. Voice crack it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. What's pissing Greg off today? <laughs> usually off right usually now. me. <laughs> Who's the nut? This is the greatest tight end of all time. Yeah, Dart just in the finish. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I like Tony Gonzalez. Put put that Gronk, in there. Man. I mean, I know he had Brady throwing the ball, but gee, for crap's sake, Gronk, man, was just, no, man. We're not even having this conversation. Jerome doesn't, doesn't even agree with you. He said Gronk is not number one in my book. It's like saying Jerry Rice. He's the best receiver of all time. I have no problem, which is true also. He has all the numbers. So Barry Sanders is the best running back of all time. 
No. Don't say Walter and Jim Brown. That's full of crap. Who, who's, who's, who's the rushing leader in his name, Emmett Smith? Oh, shut up. Okay. It is. You can't say because of all the numbers for one. And <laughs> Barry right. Sanders, the numbers for another. No, it's Barry Sanders. That's it. Game over. In your opinion, yeah. But... I don't give a damn what. I don't give a damn. It is Barry Sanders. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Put me in savage mode, Strawberry. Jim Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Brown. Yeah, what about him? What about that guy? Don't say Walter Payton or Jim Brown. Barry Walter did not Payton. have a team around him for Walter his whole career. Walter Payton didn't have a team until he didn't have an offense. Okay, he had a good line, but Barry didn't have anybody. The okay, the Lions were the Bengals in the nineties. Only difference is we didn't have Barry Sanders. Well, Damian Tomlinson, Marshall Falk. All right, I like Marshall Falk. I I'm a huge Marshall Falk fan, but it's Barry Sanders. Just keep naming Hall of Fame running backs. <laughs> stop it! Just stop it! This is fun. I know well, it's not fun for me because you're pissing me off. I want to see Greg's head explode. <laughs> we need a whole like clip of like savage like, moments. Yeah, or like a fucking graphic where it's like you can see Greg getting madder and madder, and then at the end it's like, and then it's like the balloon fucking pops. It's no, like no, or, no, no. In all honesty, no, no, no. Seriously, be honest with me. Who, in your opinion, is the best running back? I mean, I don't care who is your who is the best running back. I don't know. It's tough. Like yeah, honestly, it's, I, I, I hate, I hate doing that one. because. No, Barry Sanders was super exciting and fun to watch. You're just going off how fun to watch, but then it's like no, not fun to watch. He did <laughs> have a short career because you, yeah, it's the same. That was the same argument with Jim early. Brown. Like Jim Brown didn't play as long, you know. Yeah. So, I don't get Walter, Walter Payton played for what ten years or more. Okay, yeah, that's fine. And no, I like. And then running Payton. backs, and we talk about how running backs have no longevity, yeah. so we have to put and respect Emmett on Smith him. Played Smith. Yeah. Emmett Smith played forever. Emmett Smith is the most overrated running back of all time. I like Emmett Smith, but he's so you, you overrated do, compared you, you, to Barry you do, you do know he, he has the all-time rushing lead rate. In, okay, because he run. had a passing game around him. He had a great offensive line. I could be the all-time rushing leader at that team. That, there's, that is not true. There's no way in hell you could, you would get you would get sacked behind the line. You had the greatest offensive line, and you'd get sacked. you get tackled behind the line. Okay. I'm <laughs> And Marshall Falk, man, he was such a great pass catcher. No, Marshall Falk, along my with time, being no. a good running back. Marshall Falk is the best receiving running back. The best running back on the goal line of all time is Jerome Bettis. Yeah, but why is Calvin Johnson a better wide receiver than Jerry Rice all time? Oh, shut. Stop it. Stop it. Megatron. But what Stop are you going to say? Okay, so Jerry well, Rice has all the records and he yeah. played a long Calvin time. Calvin Johnson played for the Lions. He didn't have any passing games. He wasn't even league long enough. A.J. Green. Calvin Johnson. Was... Calvin Johnson. I don't is, care. He's not Barry Sanders wasn't oh, in the league long Sanders. enough. You're Stop saying it. the same argument about Calvin Johnson. Barry Sanders wasn't in the league. He was short Because Barry Sanders had rushing records and all that. Calvin Johnson, only three or four years. He could have been in the Hall of Fame, but he shouldn't be. I am sorry. We good? He is in the Hall of Fame. But he, he shouldn't be. But he He's, is. He was amazing. They I don't care. Three or four years. Look up Barry Sanders. They don't stop. I mean, come on, guys. I, have, I mean, Jerry Rice, he just played a long time. Calvin Johnson yeah, broke okay, all his records. For three decades, he made Randy the pro Moss. with the Randy Raiders. Moss was better talent than Jerry Okay, Rice. I don't care better talent. I'm tired of everybody telling me that. But Jerry Rice worked his ass off 
for three decades, he made the Pro Bowl. So did Emmitt Smith. So did yes, Emmitt so Smith. Emmitt Smith. There Barry Sanders was naturally what? talented. Yes. And Emmitt Smith, Smith was a hustler. What are you guys talking about? He went to Arizona. And yeah, still and, had and a still run. And they had a shitty he team there. He did you clap yeah, in Arizona. <laughs> three decades, Terry Bryce made the Pro Bowl. Put that in your head. Three decades. How many was it? Three. 84, sure? he made it. And his, his last couple years with the Raiders, like 2003, still made the Pro Bowl. So don't even try to debate me. Don't even do that. Don't <laughs> oh, shit. This is so fun. <laughs> I still so I know what we're talking about next Next full episode, Jeff. I'm I'm bringing out every position group's best of all time with Craig. And don't even try to challenge me on on pass rusher because everybody knows it's Lawrence Taylor. Oh, bullshit. Oh, bullshit you. Uh, Doesn't Michael Strahan have the all all the sacks? Stop it. Stop it. Stop. 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 He does. I don't give a damn, man. Mean Joe Green for his Mm -hmm. error was unstoppable. Oh, my God. <laughs> but Jerry Rice, come on, let's be an awesome. <laughs> Andy Moss, He's not going to let it go. He's not going to let it go. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm just saying, stop it with Jerry Rice. Well, Chris do. Carter, he, he was pretty good, too. He played for Okay, look, decades. and I'm not. What about Terrell Owens? Yeah, Terrell Owens, he was good, too. Oh, my. He's still playing at like yeah, that. He, yeah, he probably could play now. Yeah. It plays it out. And no, this is also bad. Deion Sanders is the best corner. Don't you dare try to throw Revis or anybody at me over that either. Revis Island? Oh, come on. I mean, he's got over an island. entire island after. Yeah, an island. I mean, okay. No, no, no. no. Stop, 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 stop. Don't. It, this is not even funny. You We're piss off, Greg. This is fun. <laughs> what about linebackers? Best line, Ray Lewis. I, I don't want to say that, but it's Ray Lewis. Michael Singletary. Stop. All right. All right. He, he, he's captain of one of the greatest defenses ever. Best safety of all time, Troy Palmalu. Don't say Ed Reed. Ed Reed by far. Ed oh, by screw far. you, man. Yeah, definitely. Ed look at this. Just look at the numbers. Look at the interception. Palmalu yeah. can play center field and play at the line at the same time. Look Stop. at Ed Reed. I like Ed Reed, but I like Palmalu better. This is just about who, who Greg likes. That's all it is. I, I I put a lot of thought into this, and I and I, I I'm not debating you, but, but that that's just my thought, and you're not going to stop me. We haven't put any thought into this, and we have made it <laughs> super fun, and we're going to put some thought this into it. Just top my head. Whole we're gonna have a, we're, like, we're gonna just wait till we actually get to think about it. <laughs> get yeah. Ronnie Lott lost like a yeah. fucking appendage. Okay, and Ronnie Lott is your game. He cut his finger off and fair. still played football. I know he cut his finger, didn't he? Who was the one that cut his finger off to play? Right. Yeah. yeah. I, really oh, uh, I have to think about that. I have some thinking to do. Oh. Just we not did. on Jerry Rice or Barry Sanders or. Damn it. Or- we made da- Greg think, Dale. We made him think. Just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Anthony but- Munoz, best of lineman. Yes, uh, Jonathan Ogden's up there, but no, no, Anthony Munoz. Yes, better say Anthony Munoz. Come on. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Anthony Munoz. Stop it. Uh, 
Best quarterback is Brady. Don't even say Montana. Please tell. Joe Cool. Oh, oh my God! Don't call him that. <laughs> Did you see the other day somebody uh, on the Today Show? They said something about Joe Cool. Joe Cool. Yeah. Well, funny. Yeah, the, 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 person who tweeted, the person who tweeted that out has muted me. So I on the whoever Dar, I think it was Darth or somebody tagged me on it. I, I had to go Darth. click on it, and, and I'm like, I, I can't see anything. And I found out, yeah, that, that person who tweeted, I'm not gonna say who it was. She she muted me, so I can't. I couldn't see it. Well, no, I'll go as far as say this about Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is the best non-quarterback of all time. I have no problem saying that. I have no problem saying that. Well, Barry Sanders. He's number two. Yeah, but neither of them are even the best at their position. Exactly. Stop. You mean to tell me you'd rather have Calvin Johnson than Jerry Rice? I'd rather have Randy Moss. Yeah. Randy Moss, okay. But Randy Moss did not try most of the time. I, I'm not trying to doubt. I liked watching Randy Moss. I grew up watching Randy Moss. But Jerry Rice, man, had the work ethic. He didn't have, like, any of this big play talent, but he worked every single plus, day. Plus, my wife and my my older sister, Kim, both have huge crushes on Jerry Rice, so he's out. He's out. Oh, oh so this – now we're – now it's everything's personal. coming in. Just be – it's a your wife likes that you don't it's like. Personal. Plus, he beat us at 88. That's how I like him. Yeah, it's personal, Greg. Yeah. Well, look, Jerry Rice, I mean, I'm not supposed to like him because he beat us in the Super Bowl, but I still like him. No, Greg, in all seriousness, I'll give you this one. I do agree that Jerry Rice is the GOAT. Thank you. Then what was the whole point of the argument you got me into? Because watching you get angry is so fun. (laughs) Dude, you want to talk about being angry? When we were at uh, uh, Holy Grails, I don't know if you saw this, Strawberry. I had Kansas winning it all. And yeah, man. I was sitting next to you, dude, across from you. Yes, I know. Bangle, bangle, dr- drunk Greg was. Yes, I was literally sitting across from you laughing at well, you. Right? Got him. But no, <laughs> Bengals and Bourbon loved nothing more than to see look on my face how pissed off I was. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> I had Kansas winning it all. Every year I pick Kansas, they lose in the first second round. But when I don't, they win the whole thing. Kansas has something against me. Yeah. No borough is Joe Cooler. Joe yep, Cooler. we can. <laughs> He's the coolest, Joe Coolest. Everybody just loves seeing me. I, I think the whole Die Hard thing is a myth because people like seeing me lose it and all that. No, no Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Everybody Shut knows it. It is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. That was a Christmas stuff. <laughs> they were at a Christmas party. I don't give a damn. Oh, is Mean Girls a Christmas movie because they do Jingle Bell Rock in there? Let's throw that in there. Nah, they weren't at Christmas. He's gonna go off on, on this again. Oh god, we gotta end this. We gotta go. This <laughs> we're going down Hell's Road right now. No, we're not. This is great. <laughs> no, it's not for me. You guys want to do this again tomorrow? I, sure. I, I mean, yeah, sure. I'll be ready. Greg says sure now, but Greg, are you sure? I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna have to go to the hospital because yeah, you, you're looking a little red. You need some fucking. Well, because I was out in the sun all day. Big Savage. You need the chicken. You need the chicken right now. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. I love you, man. Who day? Who day? Let's go. It's time. Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the in the jungle. We Now who got a move I can own?
the city, know you rock them. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, we got them. Like that black and orange, I bought them.